Hi, I'm Chris Mount from Lux Coastal Property Buyers. Today, I'm very excited to be in the offices of Reed & Co with two property experts, Kate Cox and Monique Summer. Welcome, ladies. Hi, Chris. Welcome. Before we get started about talking about the market and all your property expertise, I'd really like to understand what is your favourite home you have sold and why, Kate? Uh, look, for me, look, I've sold a lot of houses, so it's very difficult, and I sell apartments as well. But I have to say, just due to the fact that um, I got married in this building, uh, was Pitch Point Terraces. It's a, a beautiful group of apartments that um, are built into Noosa Hill that have the most divine views of Noosa Main Beach, Laguna Bay and Noosa River. I was fortunate enough to get married in one of the penthouses, uh, oh gosh, 18, 17 years ago. Um, and a few years later, I was standing there selling not that actual penthouse, but one of the other apartments. So for me, they're rather special, but they are also extraordinary apartments. Yeah. So beautiful emotional attachment to the apartments, but also quality housing. Oh, yeah. they are luxe. Absolutely. Yeah. And they have very rarely come on the market too, so they're quite tightly held. Yeah. So anyone who purchases one, purchases them for long term. What we call um, uh, the long term, they're um, a generational property. Yeah. So they have it, they share it with their children, their grandchildren, and they almost, the children, will inherit it. Yeah, Brilliant. It's lovely. So, yeah. Monique, for me, what's your favourite home um, that you've sold? Yeah, look, it's one that I sold fairly recently, actually, in Nooseville, and that would be number six, Jaylee Court, um, at, which is in the North Rise Estate. And, look, the reason I love that one was that it was actually purpose-built for this builder and his family. Um, it was a home I actually never thought I'd get to sell. Um, so it's very high, very luxe, I guess, finishes, very coastal luxe. And, um, you know, it was quite an icon, I think, in the neighbourhood. You know, everyone talked about how beautiful this home was. Um, and then the opportunity came up to sell it. And, look, I also come from a family of five, and, and you don't walk into many homes that you think I could live here this would accommodate my family or a growing family easily um, and that one was really special and it was also sort of overlooking nature yeah. so you had this great north facing view of the trees from your bedroom lounge room everything so it was quite a nice one yeah. so I know you came up with a young family when you relocated to Noosa so family homes are obviously really important to you so yeah they are um, and functionality I think for a family like you what you need with a young family where you're all living in that lounge room and overlooking your kids to five years later when everyone wants their own bedroom and another lounge room and things like that um, the ideal home kind of can capture both of that needs in one home okay. yeah and what would you describe as being the most important um, factor in a home in Queensland tropical Queensland <laughs> yes yeah, funny you say that um, for me look that north facing pool I think is important because you'll get to enjoy that pool more of the year um, you know I came from Sydney and you know really it was luxury to have a pool whereas most homes here have it but if you're facing the right way you can use that pool for longer period of the year and look sounds a bit silly but ventilation and airflow you know um yeah well i was going to say breezes yeah uh, breezes are very important up here we're hot yeah you know and it's it's not hot all year round but it's hot and in winter it can be um quite sort of if we have rain as well even though it's dry heat in winter 
it's it's breezes. It's yeah. having to be able to open whether it's your front door, back door, it's your shutters. It's about having the opportunity for a breeze to go through your home. And a lot of the properties on the flat don't have that. So be very conscious how the house has been built. Absolutely. So it's cross ventilation right through the home. Yes. So if you're coming from, say, Melbourne, very cold climate, that you use your heater a lot in winter, air conditioning a lot because you have hot summers, what sort of um, design attributes do you think people look for up here that's very different to down? The, probably, the first thing we've noticed with buyers is they always ask about the aircon. Yeah. <laughs> and really the aircon's probably the last one on the list. Yeah. Um, because if you have good ventilation or you are raised or you're on a hill or you're near the water, you'll get a beautiful breeze and you can come home from work, open up the house and you'll find it will chill quite quickly. The thing is they don't realise is it actually gets cold here. Now, it's not as cold as Melbourne by any means. I'm a Victorian, so I understand from country Victoria, it's freezing down there. But here we still have winter and we don't dress for it. Yep. So therefore having a warm house is probably more important than you think. So yes, we're never going to have heated floors here. That's not gonna happen. Yep. But you do need, uh, it could be, you know, um, a fireplace, for instance, people think, why would you want a fireplace here? You actually do use them. Yeah. Um, or a split system yeah. where it can do cooling in summer yeah. and heating in winter or ducted where you've got heating as well. It's just about taking the chill off the air up here. It's yeah. um, something that I don't think people realise yeah. until they live here. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think also people who haven't lived here, living in a home that doesn't have cross ventilation in summer, it's stifling. Absolutely. So we have... We need to have higher ceilings, ideally, and yes. also um, that breeze. So if, you, if you're nestled into a hill where the breeze can't flow freely, you can never change that attribute of the home. Correct. But we should, you can add in a bit of air conditioning or heating if you wanted to. Yeah, and yeah. humidifiers now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's all sorts of things now that you can buy. Um, what doesn't work, though, is those little um, buckets you get from Bunnings <laughs> that soaks up in your wardrobe. Can I tell you, you'd be buying 100 of them. <laughs> Don't worry about those. That's something everyone buys. Can I tell you, don't waste your money. They do, turn to water in less than a day. Yeah, do you know, I use those in Singapore in my wardrobes. And you think Singapore's very, very humid. Yes. Um, they last a lot longer than what they did in yeah, a... they don't last. <laughs> they don't last. Really that, that's a little local tip. Yeah, don't buy yeah we love the local tips. Yes. So let's move across to the demographics. Um, people rightly are saying um, COVID is a great accelerator for change. So it's how we use our built environment. Um, we've seen the era of the great resignation. People are so focused on having an experience in life and combining their work um, with a great experience in their, in their lifestyle. Um, so Kate, you've been here for 18 years. You would have seen a lot of changes in that time. You've also sold over $100 million worth of real estate in the past two years. Can you just talk me through the demographic changes over that time? Sure. My first five years here, I was in media sales, so I wasn't actually in real estate, but I have been in real estate for 13 years. Um, lucky or unlucky, they say, I started in the GFC. I felt it was lucky yep. because I had no expectation of what a real estate agent was going to earn. So to me, it was just about you just do your job. Yeah. So I just listed a lot of properties. Yeah. Back then though, that was in the GFC, we, um, and at the time, just afterwards, we were predominantly selling to, um, particularly myself being uh, a predominantly Noosa Heads agent at the time, we were selling to investors, and also anyone to live here was retirees. Yeah. Now the thing with a retiree is, and an investor, they don't resell. Yeah. So an investor will buy their downsizer, and they say, 
till they take them out in the box. Yeah. An investor will say, I'm buying it for my generations. Yeah. So there was very little coming on the market fresh because they were holding them. And then we found about five years ago, before COVID, that changed. Now, all sorts of reasons why. Noosa got better shops, we got better um, like sporting, we got better schools, you know, we expanded a little bit. Yeah. St Andrews was a big change here for schools. Yeah. And we started to get younger families. Now, when I say younger families, probably around that 45-year-old age group, yeah. I'd say. Um, they started to move here. And then COVID, of course, just accelerated that. Yeah. That people with money who had come from the capital cities or interestingly enough, regional, I deal with a lot of regional Victorians, they have moved up here to live with their children. Yeah. And our schools now are pretty much full. Yeah. And I don't think Noosa got ready for that. We didn't prepare. We thought it was going to be retirees forever. And yeah. it's not. Yeah. You'd find that, Monique? Oh, look, definitely. Um, you know, and I had a quick chat to you know Chris about this earlier but one of the biggest questions I get a lot because we did relocate here is around the schools you know yeah. and and that's to your point that shifting demographic I've had lots of people actually not want to buy a house until they've secured a position in one of the schools yeah which look I understand but we went the other way we moved we did get a spot and then we waited for a spot at another school which we were lucky to get um all the schools are actually really high standard here I think I found that a little bit um, delightful yeah. to be honest that you know I could actually private school my kids here yeah. um, at really high quality schools so yeah. we're very lucky and the public schools are also yeah. fantastic. Yeah. You also mentioned you, you know you've got three children and they go to three different schools so you're really accommodating their different personalities. Yes yes well actually two of them are at the same at the moment um, and one of them still in a primary school and um, yes I let my kids pick because what I found was I think all schools are great which I just mentioned so if one of them sort of has an affiliation towards one then I think they're going to thrive there better yeah. than if I enforce one school for all yeah I just think it's an amazing opportunity yes, to do that definitely and I think I see that here a lot. I meet lots of families that will have kids at different schools for different reasons, you know, maybe a music program or sporting program. Whereas I came from the city, um, you just wouldn't entertain that. They all just went to the same school because of logistics, I think. And I think there's a, one reservation for buyers moving up here that I hear quite often is about the quality of the schools. They're not expecting to find the quality in the private schools mm. up here, or even also if the flexibility um, in other learnings as well. So yeah, so we do we do a few podcasts with people moving up here talking about schools from yes. their own experience. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing You're that. That's, that's yeah. great. So when we talk about house pricing, um, Kate, you've seen a lot of changes just since COVID. The Sunshine Coast has seen the biggest growth um, in a median house price in Australia at sixty eight percent. The average across Australia has been thirty percent. The highest growth suburb is Sunshine Beach, mm -hmm. but Noosa and Noosa, Noosaville are also up there in the top 10, obviously. So talk about the growth in, the, in pricing. Yeah, it's been interesting growth. Uh, every year we've always pretty much gone up, except for, as I said, the GFC, we just had a crash. But other than that, every year they've gone up. Something happened during COVID, that fear of missing out just went right through like it was in the water. Yeah. Everyone was worried. So they were literally fighting for the property. Um, a lot bought sight unseen, yeah. which 
interestingly enough, some have bought regrettably, yeah. some have bought and loved it. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Yeah. And I think with that was just on another subject of that sight unseen, you don't get to feel the neighbourhood. Yeah. And it is interesting. The house could be right, but your area might not be right for you. Yeah. So it is always worth jumping on a plane, by the way. Now you can. Um, <laughs> or appointing a buyer's agent to do it. Correct. Or getting a buyer's agent to check for you, yeah. who knows you yeah. and knows what you're looking for. Yeah. But the pricing is very interesting. Um, everyone's waiting for a big drop. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, we can't see it dropping dramatically by any means. We feel the top of the market was late last year. We've hit that. We've stabilised now, what we call stabilised. So it's still good buying, but it's also still good selling as well. Yeah. The other thing that you'll find is we didn't have the big drop five, six years ago, like Sydney and Melbourne did. Yeah. So when we say that we had this 68% rise, well, that was from a much lower base. base. So yes, we did do a big rise. Yeah. And look, now we might have dropped a little bit, but we're nothing like that comparative of Sydney and Melbourne, who every few years did a 40% rise. So yeah. you're not really comparing apples with apples. And unfortunately, the media only talks about the cities. They don't talk about regional. And it's not just Noosa, it's in a lot of regional towns. Yeah. Um, they have kept their strength and will continue as people move away from the cities. Yeah, and I think the Sunshine Coast overall is uniquely positioned. I did a podcast with someone else yesterday, actually, about the new Maroochydore CBD. Mm. Um, but the actual infrastructure, infrastructure spend on the Sunshine Coast before COVID was the highest per capita in Australia mm. because there was the international airport, there was a health precinct, and that has an on-flow effect, you know, Maroochydore all the way up the coast. So as you touched on, five years ago is already changing, but COVID accelerated that yes. change. And, and I feel it's here to stay. You know. and, and as much as we're talking about Noosa at the moment, because it's where we are and where we live, yeah. uh, Maroochydore is literally 30 minutes away. Yeah. It is not three hours away. <laughs> and so a lot of people can work yeah. at the hospital. Yeah. Um, they can be a, um, you know, a lawyer or a secretary or anything or work at a factory yeah. that's you know down at Kiwana Way. I mean yeah. there are options here it is only 30 minutes away and it's not that hard I did it for the first five years yeah I worked at Maroochydore yeah um, so it is easy it's not as difficult it, as you think it's yeah. actually a really nice drive um sometimes I often go to Maroochydore for whatever reason in the morning seven you know 7 30 meeting because I like to get before people start their day um but I'm down there when the sun's coming up you know yeah. like, oh, I just love it and we have, I've, I've been here long enough that yep. we only had a one each way bridge going across. Yeah. Now there's double. It's not hard at all. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> not hard at no all. traffic, yes. Um, so, Kate, just to give um, our listeners an idea of the price ranges of homes, um, what would be an affordable entry level into Noosa Heads or Noosa Waters and what's the highest um, property value property you've sold it look it's very dramatically noosa yeah. is a really funny little market it's yeah. it's not like a suburb you have in the cities mm. you know you can cross a road and triple the price yeah. an example of that would be noosa parade you know they're selling homes in noosa parade at 21 million dollars and i'm not talking an exciting brand new home now if i cross the road on the other side a house there would only be maybe two two and a half so that's where it's really difficult to talk about pricing in that sense. Yeah. Um, there was a knockdown on Noosa Hill that sold at $16 million. Now, a knockdown at $16 million just doesn't seem 
you you would just think, how would I ever afford Noosa? And yet you can buy a beautiful house with a view in Noosa Heads for two and a half million dollars. Entry level though would probably be around the Toronto area and you're going to get in in your 800s. But 800, probably seven, 800 is around the entry level. Noosa Waters, uh, Manette's probably a bit more of an expert on that area. But again, it depends on where you are, whether you're waterfront or a non-waterfront. And just just for our listeners, Tawantan is only a five-minute drive from where we're sitting in Noosaville. Absolutely. You know, you've crossed the bridge. So it's very, very close by. So you can still have the lifestyle that people are imagining. Yes. Well, the river goes right through Tawantan. I mean, when we first moved here, it was Tawantan. We were on the river. Yeah. But that was magnificent. I didn't know there was a difference between Tawantan and Noosaville. I just knew it was on the river. Yeah. So it is interesting that it's not very far away. No. Yeah, and I think it's probably because it's a bit of an older suburb, Tawantan. Like, you are starting to see some of the newer homes go in. But, you know, if you're coming from a city and you've lived in an apartment... Yep. And you sell that, you can buy a house in Tawantan, right? Yep. Like, you would have n- perhaps never afforded a house coming out of one of the capital cities. So, yep. it's actually got a bit of a sleepy feel, Tawantan, yeah. and it's a really nice community, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think that's a really valid point, because I talk about median house prices before. Sunshine Coast is 1.1 million. Just like, we're talking averages here. Yep. Um, if you sold a property in inner city Melbourne for 1.1 yep. 1. 1 million, um, the median price was 940000 Yes. Right? Um, what you can get up here is so much bigger. Absolutely. So, you know, like, it's a completely different comparative of how you live in that home. Um, Exactly. So, yeah. You'll get a pool, you'll get four beds, you'll get nice indoor-outdoor living. Like, and so we talk about that luxe living. Like, you might have had a nice city apartment and, like, you want a bit more space. You know, that would be it. So you can just step into your luxe. So, Monique, we've had five interest rate rises this year recently i should say um how has that sort of um impacted the markets from a seller's perspective what what properties are you seeing selling well in this market sure look there's probably two that i would say come to mind one is a recent sale actually kate and i had which is um 37 view land drive mm. so very luxe property that was you stepped into your luxe as soon as you walked in the front absolutely. door absolutely yeah. you pretty much walked in there and you're amongst the treetops yeah so Properties like that, a little bit special, a little yeah. bit unique, a little bit of a um, great position. And you sold that before auction. Two weeks. Yeah. Look, that buyer jumped on a plane to yeah. actually buy that home. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that was pretty, yeah. you know, fast tracked yeah. because he didn't want to go home without yeah. purchasing it. So it's architecturally designed, yep. turnkey, nothing to do. Absolutely. And position, I yeah. think. And yeah. then if I shift over to sort of more of the family homes that I sell traditionally, if it's well presented and I can walk in again and unpack my bags, you know, different price point, we're in the sort of $2 million mark here, um, they're selling well because, yep. you know, we're, we're talking about those families relocating. So the fact that, you know, mum or dad or both have already got a job, they just want to actually slot into their new lux life, right? Yep. So they're going to come, get the kids in schools already, and they would love to unpack their bags and go. Yep. So those homes, and you'd probably agree with yep. that, Kate, yep. they are moving as quick as, you know, yep. anything is in the market. Um, and those that probably need a little bit more of a TLC, bit of an update here or there, they're probably not moving as quickly. So, so that probably leads into my next question is where do you see opportunities for buyers in this market? Hmm. Opportunity for a buyer. I always think the opportunity is what you actually want. Yeah. Don't try and get everything for the future. 
now. Save money. I've just got goosebumps because that is exactly what we're talking about. Stepping into your lux is your joy. Forget about what's happened in the past. Forget about what's aspirational or what your friends are doing. What can you do now that will bring you joy and then match that home? Too many people, particularly if they're buying for an investment to start with, they say to me, and I hear it time again, is I want something that I can have as my holiday house now that I can live in down the future. And I go... Go away and sort that out. Yeah. Because your holiday house will be close to the beach, the national park, the river. Mm. You won't mind noise. Yeah. You don't mind there's only one car park. Yeah. The one you're going to live in, you may not have children with you anymore. Yeah. Or you may have grandchildren. You have may have, may have more people coming to you. Yeah. You may have two cars. Yeah. You might be into art and painting by then and what a studio yeah you know you 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 can't look through the crystal ball and work out what your future is going to be so what i say to people is buy what you want now and what you're happy with yeah and do you know what our market's not going to drop that badly but you're in the market enjoy it for that five or ten years yeah then when you're ready to move here and it's not just saying that as a real estate agent that I just want another sale. Yeah. It's actually a reality of life. Absolutely. Then when you're here, look around, see actually where you're going to live. Yeah. It's more than likely not where you holiday. Yeah. So, it's, it's so true. Um, because when we're talking Noosa Waters, Noosaville is an eight-minute drive maximum to Main Beach on Hastings oh, Street. Yep. But well, yeah. do, do you want to live on, walk? Do you want to live on Hastings Street? Well, I do at 80, <laughs> but I'm a few years away from that. That's my retirement See, that's your plan. aspiration. Yeah, that's but I am plan. a rarity. Yeah. Um, yes. But the majority of people know they don't. Yes, you know, we, we lived on Noosa Hill for many years, and we're amongst tourists. Yeah. But we're a couple with no children who yeah. work six days a week. Yeah. So I'm not sitting at home all day. Yeah. Now, in, you know, if I was sitting at home retired, would I want to live there? Probably not. Yeah. And we've recently just moved, yeah. and it's because times change. You know, you do change in life. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And that's what I suppose when you talk from my perspective, when I'm talking to clients, I'm, I say your journey, my experience, and that's where I get their journey. But where are they today to find their lucks? Because you don't know what's going to happen in two years. You know, a lot of time, you know, a property purchase is often triggered by something joyful. It could be your family's expanding. We want to change locations. And that's a really exciting time. I've just got married. But sometimes a reason is, and it's not joyful. It could be a stressful period in your life. It could be to do with wellness. It could be to do with a separation of a relationship. Finance. Finance. Things change when you don't expect it. But you have to find joy in each aspect of those transactions. And then select the right property for you at that time. Yeah. And another thing, because I do deal with a lot of people who are just moving here and investors, is don't necessarily spend all your money either. You yeah. might not like Noosa. Yeah. Now, as much as we love it, <laughs> yeah. there are people who don't. Yes. Now, we think they're insane and we don't understand why. Yeah. But if they have yeah. comfortably bought in yeah. and two or three years down the track, they can comfortably get out. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. People yeah. just presume they're going to be here for 10 or 20 yeah, years. Yeah. Circumstances can change. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or you think that all your family are going to visit and things like that, and then they don't, mm. you know, and yeah. that will shift. Or well, they do more than what you're expecting. Yes, and then you need a bigger home <laughs> to come and talk to us again. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So then I'm going to talk about myth busters. Okay. okay. Buying the worst house in the best street. Is that fact or fiction? Um, well, 
actually, I, I personally have some, I guess, favourite streets, you know, where I might sell. Um, and if a house came up in that street, like I would say to someone, buy it, mm. land bank it, if you're luxury enough to be able to do that, or actually move in and make it your own over time because yep. you know i can sell you a fabulous house that's finished but maybe not in that position but um i've always been about position like find the right spot that works for you right yep. like if you want to be close to the river or um you know a certain position i guess up on the hill you want to walk to the junction go buy that position and then work around that because once you're in that position, it really doesn't matter, right? Because what happens is we often go, oh, the house isn't quite right, you know. Um, I bought a house like that myself. But over the last four years, mm. um, we've been customising it to us, yeah, to actually. Yeah. Whereas if I had have come in and bought a finished home, like perhaps in a couple of years I would have not actually liked it because maybe it wasn't quite right for us. Yeah. So we bought kind of where we wanted to live and over time we're making it, you know, our specific yeah. Can I ask you your favourite streets or what you consider the best street to be in <sighs> Noosa Waters? Yeah, Noosa Waters. Yes, I'm very passionate about Noosa Waters. Um, we love that community, right? We mm. slotted in about four and a half years ago, my husband and I, um, and I've never lived anywhere where people greet you so well. You know, like you walk down the street and everyone's talking to each other. Yeah. That was a little bit special. So, yeah. look, we live in Saltwater Avenue. Um, we love that. You yeah. know, that's that's a bit of a um, thoroughfare street for some people. But, yeah. like, if we're talking about busy streets, I don't think anything <laughs> is busy in Noosa, honestly. Um, my other probably favourite street would be Neptune Circuit and Sunseeker. Um, and that's genuinely just because of its position to the shops mm. and the river, mm. you know. Level, easy walk. I actually live in Sunset, which I, I know. I know you did, Christy. You're I a lucky am lady. So happy to yes. be there. Um, for, for three reasons that I didn't, what I probably didn't know about when I was buying mm. a property. Like I bought that property as part of a wellness journey for me, and I had to have a bedroom on the ground floor. It was non-negotiable. Yep. So, um, and that sort of ruled out suburbs like Sunshine Beach because mm. they're all on hills. So, mm. what do you have? Heavy garage, living in a bedroom, like no, nah, yeah. nah, can't do that. So. I was looking in that pocket, but as soon as you start going down, there was a cul-de-sac. Yep. So you have an amazing community. Yes. You just walk out the back lanes of near Acres, and then you can walk to the river in like it's less than eight minutes. I've yes. timed it. Yep. But the cross ventilation of the water coming off the canal. Get a breeze. A breeze mm. all the way through the house, and I knew breeze was important. I didn't know how much breeze I was actually going to get. You know, yes. those doors slam. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you don't realise how much breeze comes in the river. Yeah, yeah, and it's just stunning. So you can be sitting out on the balcony overlooking the canals, gorgeous breeze, and you've got all the doors open. You, I never use air conditioning, I, but I do use the reverse cycle one on the ground floor, a bit of heating. So yes. coming back to what Kate was talking about before. So I've got another comment that people often, another real estate phrase, it's timing of the market versus time in the market. Just some quick stats. The top growth suburbs in the last 20 years on the Sunshine Coast, Sunshine Beach in 2002, 20 years ago, was 411,000 median price. We should have all bought. Yeah, should have all bought. The median price is now roughly 3.5 million, yep. Sunshine Beach. Noosa Heads, 2002, was 275. Today, it's actually around about 2.1, I think. Mm. Yeah. And then Noosaville um, is 
also down there was the median price was 315,000 and that's sort of like 1.8, 1.9. So Kate, let's talk about timing of the market versus time in the market. It's actually an interesting conversation. It is interesting. And look, again, we're such a transitional area that if it doesn't suit you to keep the property and having time in the market, then don't. It's, again, what I was saying before, do what pleases you. It's not always about making money, although that's very important because it's, um, you know, it's money you can make without being taxed. But if you're enjoying your house, we have a lot of people for time in the market. Um, A great example of that is we have a lot of people we'll talk to and we'll say, do you want to sell your house? Because they have made literally triple their money. (laughs) And they're in an age group where they could do with that cash. But they say to me, the exact words are, where do I go? Yeah. So you might have your time in the market, but where do you go? Because the market's also moved. Yeah. So if you're going to go to another area, well, it's gone up, hasn't it? Yeah. So is time in the market good? Yeah. Because you have to move somewhere. Yeah. But you've got to pay that higher price as well. Yeah. Whereas the timing of the market, well, what's the top, what's the bottom? As long as you purchase while it's going up. Yeah. Sorry, selling while it's going up, I should say. You're in. Yep. You don't. No one ever knows the top of the market. No agent knows. Yep. Nobody knows. They certainly don't know the advisors on television. I can assure you, yeah. they are so far behind. Well, they change though, like every two months, what the headline is. Well, the experts actually go on the statistics of usually it's three months old. So yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Exactly. Probably agents have a little bit more idea than anybody. Mm. Yeah. But you know, just see what's going on. Do your homework. They say it's seven months before somebody buys, and that came from realestate.com. The four months that they look at, yeah. and then three months they actually start acting. So that's not silly, seven months out for yeah. four months. Mm, yeah. Just see what's going on, pick your area, yeah. and just get alerts saying what's sold rather than what's coming on, yeah. because you're not ready. Yeah. Just find out prices, get a little bit of an idea, feel comfortable with the prices. The other thing I suppose is, and that's timing of the market, is don't be shy to tell your agent or your buyer's agent exactly your budget and what you want to do yeah. because they they will help you. That is our job to help you. Um, and I think they will help with the timing of the market as well. They'll say, look, don't wait till next year. Yeah. I'd be buying now. Yeah. We don't believe it's going to drop because statistically we're watching too many people move here to live. Yeah. Prime example of that is people who sold pre-COVID. We said to people, don't sell now. And they said, we're going to have COVID, we're going to crash. And I said to them, well, what I've noticed over the years that every time something happened in the world, i.e. SARS, um, terrorism, anything like that, we actually went up in value here at Noosa because we're seen as safe. I was about to say, it's a safe haven. Correct. Mm. Yeah. And internationally recognised as well. That's right. So people panicked and sold pre-COVID. And literally four months later, we're going, what did I do? Because mm. they panicked. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And if that's your principal place of residence, your main asset, it's a lot of money to actually lose, you know, like, because not oh, only... absolutely. Yeah, so not only are you renting somewhere, you then can't get back into the market. Because it's moved. Yeah, because it's moved. So, yes. that, yeah, it's really... I mean, your heart breaks when that happens to people. Oh, and you see it time and time again because yeah. they panic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now that's it. Really interesting discussion, but our listeners who are thinking about moving up to the Sunshine Coast would probably be interested in knowing what do you now know that you didn't know when you're thinking about moving? Like, say, Kate, you moved from Victoria 
up here 18 months ago. Is there something like a hidden gem or a secret that you'd like to share? I think one thing I have noticed about living here is, and it's, it's, a, it's a flown away comment, but it's quite true, is you are on holidays every day. And so when you are looking for somewhere to live, just remember that you are out a lot. Yeah. You know, like this morning, you know, as much as I did my exercise, I then walked around the beach yeah. and ran into people and had this very social time at seven o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, it's my favourite time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do want to be living near yeah. what you enjoy. Now, I yeah. enjoy walking, so for me, it's River Beach. Yeah. If you enjoy shopping, yeah. make sure you're near the shops. Yeah. Or if you enjoy having a coffee, make sure you're near coffee shops. Yeah. It is an area you tend to not drive very far. Yeah. And so, I don't know why, but 20 minutes does seem a long way away <laughs> when you start living here for some years. So my probably tip would be is live near what you enjoy yeah. because you don't spend as much time in your home as you probably did in Victoria. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, actually, it's about the slower pace because I know people come here and go, yeah, I'm going to have a more relaxed life, but it really is, yeah. right? And um, I've seen lots of people come mm. in over the last couple of years and actually get frustrated by it. And, um, you know, it can take five minutes for your coffee to arrive. And when I was first here, I was like, it's interesting. But you know what? Everyone sat at that river and had a nice chat while they were waiting for their coffee. Yeah. Um, so it's actually about embracing that slower yeah. pace. Yeah. Don't resist it. Mm. Don't complain about it. It's not changing. And and, it's very good for you. And we will actually fight mm. to keep it that yeah. way because it is probably one of the hidden gems, I think, mm. you know, of all of us being a lot happier. Because yeah. That was my big observation when I moved here. Yeah. People are happier. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, not they, just saying that. Everyone, like, oh, you oh, know. I, I do a description of this is like um, people are walking along the beach to the coffee place with a huge smile on their yes. face. And I often get mine at sales at the end. I go for an ocean swim yes. and down there. Yeah. It's like, you've got to wait too long. And I'm like, I'm looking at the ocean. Yes. I don't care how long it takes, does it? But everyone's smiling and yes. chatting. In the cold weather, you're hunched over. You're trying to keep warm. Everyone's skin looks bright here. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, We're not pale. We're not grey. I yeah. think, <laughs> like for me, my takeout was... You're either happy because you live here and yeah. you're enjoying that slow pace, yeah. or you're happy because you're on holidays. Yeah. Like yeah. it's win win. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's really good. But mm. and talk about coffee, great quality coffee up here, I must say. But if I was living in other locations, I have to say, I need to be near a coffee coffee shop that I love. I need to be part of that village. Well, because I love walking and doing outdoor sports, I love having my coffee on the beach or yes. on the river. Mm. So yeah. it's no longer about the interiors the to me. Yeah. No, it's yeah, interesting. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. And which is probably a big shift. Well, even when I was in Singapore, it was probably too humid to be sitting outside and they're probably it's not a place of beauty naturally. There's beautiful yes. places, but, yes. you know, it's city. Yeah, it's a yeah. city. It's a city atmosphere. So I think um, we've had an amazing discussion today. Um, also talking about buyer's agents, I think the role of a buyer's agent um, has evolved a lot up here during COVID. It was probably more common in Melbourne or Sydney to use a buyer's agent even you know, years, years ago. Um, do you, how do you find working with buyer's agents? Look, you know, we think it's fantastic because like a buyer's agent actually gets the value of a home. That's probably the most important thing. If you're not a local 
and you don't understand the nuances of the house or the street or you know the ventilation those simple things we talked about it's very um hard for people to wrap their head around that whereas a buyer's agent actually speaks with knowledge to them as their trusted advisor so we i personally i know kate the same we love dealing with buyer's agents because they truly represent their clients. They're out for the best deal, but they're also out to buy the best home for their clients' needs. Yeah. So, you know, for us, it's um, a great opportunity. Yeah. Mm. I think also buyers' agents uh, negotiate well. Um, not everybody buys and sells property every week. Yeah. Some people haven't bought or sold for 20 years, yeah. let alone a new area. Yeah. So a buyer's agent is good for that as well, that they can negotiate with the agent. Yeah. And the agent and the buyer's agent usually know each other. Yeah. So they'll be a little bit more upfront as well. They're not going to tippy-toe around them because yeah. they don't want to upset the buyer. They'll literally say, no, go away or come on, give me this much more. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas they might not say that directly to a buyer because they need that relationship. Because yeah. unlike capital cities, Agents here in Queensland do both the buying and selling. So therefore we have to look after our vendor and our buyer. So we have a double sword sort of relationship, whereas you bring a buyer's agent involved in that and that gives us a step away from that, which I I personally think is very good. Um, And the buyer's agents, you know, as I said, you said earlier, we didn't have a lot of them pre-COVID. We do have quite a few now. but you can work out the good ones and the not so good ones pretty quickly yeah. about you know who they are and also who you get along well with because yeah. you've got to trust your buyer's agent. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I think um, that sort of trusted relationship with the real estate agents is so important, being a yes. buyer's agent. And it's also, you know, you can come to the, uh, you know, the, you know um, the agents or you know, people like yourself and say, look, this is the brief, there's nothing available at the moment. It's when something comes up or you hear or something, can you please let me know? And that's worth weight in gold. Because oh, and definitely. we always do it. We, yeah. uh, anything yeah. new to market yeah. will go usually to all our buyers agents yeah. first because we know that they have qualified buyers ready to go. Yeah, that's yeah, greatly appreciated. Well, it's been fantastic talking to you this morning. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks, um, Chris. look forward to continuing the relationship. Absolutely.